All right, we are recording. Welcome to the Crawley and Drager sessions, or the Drager and Crawley sessions, whichever you prefer. Welcome. I thought they were called. Weren't they? Were they not called the Center of Attention or something? Didn't you have some probably? That was last year. Yeah, that was last year. Yeah, we we are also called the Center of Attention session. (laughs) (laughs) Happy New Year, Tess. Happy New Year to you too. I um. I want to start the new year by reminding people what happens when you assume things and when you don't check your diary before you go to bed and when you wake up in the morning. So um, you and I were just talking about how it's the beginning of the day here in Australia and you, now let me get this right, you woke up in your this morning, which is when I was asleep, with some messages from me. No, you were still asleep. Was I still awake? I hadn't gone to bed yet. That's right. I hadn't gone to bed yet. Um, Confirming that we were on for today, which is all very good. And then I went to sleep. Uh, I had a six o'clock meeting, which I have most weekdays. And what I had failed to do was check my diary. So in my head, I had my 6am and I was meeting with you at 8am. The world is all good. My 6am, I usually do in my pyjamas and that's all right. Then I go have a shower and then 8 a.m. you and I hang out, except I had a 7 a.m. as well. I had a 7 a.m. client call, which ah. I did in my pajamas. <laughs> ah. Did you put on clothes for me? I put on clothes for you. Thank you. <laughs> I thought that's probably just a little bit too far. I cannot be talking to Mike Drago on pajamas. I mean, we could. It's fine. We could have a pajama party. But I just thought that was just pushing the envelope a little bit too far. Because the so, centre of attention sessions need a little bit more class ah, than my pyjamas can provide. So I went, uh, Evan, our mutual friend, had uh, his son staying with him. They invited us to spend the day with them, which I couldn't do over the yeah. break, Christmas break. Yeah. But, but we did visit him for swimming. So I brought my kids swimming at Evan's place. Oh, and they nice. all swimming together. It was a lot of fun. They climbed all over him. But we're leaving, and they have a sauna in his condo. And I'm like, I love, I, first, I love saunas. And so I'm trying to get the sauna working, but we don't have a lot of time. The kids are all like, oh, what's this? And so we're, we're sitting there trying to get this sauna hot. It was not hot. It was actually cold. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I go, Evan, we should do meetings here. This is great. And yeah, he's right. like, record the podcast from here? There's no internet. And I was like, yes, there is. I'm pretty sure. So I pulled out my phone and I did an IG live or an, an Instagram story. And, and I didn't really think anything of it, right? Like, we're whatever. I'm like, hey, here I am. I'm at Evan's place or whatever. This is great. We're in a sauna together. And I flashed him. He's wearing a towel or whatever in a bathing suit. And do you know how many people on my story thought that we were sitting naked together in a sauna on IG? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a shirt on because I was in my swimsuit. But, but I was like, I was like, I don't know why your mind thought that we were sitting together naked in a sauna and then the, ne- the, 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 the next thing I would do is make an IG story of us. Like he's got a towel and a bathing suit on. I have a bathing suit on. What is wrong with you people? They've been so, watching too many gangster films. So, but your PJs uh, wouldn't be that bad. No. Although my younger son, who has a sense of decorum, which I apparently lack, um, is grossly offended by my PJs because they have uh, d- d- naked dancing women on them, <laughs> which I didn't think was a problem. I didn't even notice them. I just thought it was a nice pattern on the fabric, right? But no, there's nipples and then there's little maple leaves. No, they wouldn't be maple leaves, fine leaves. 
But anyway, he said to me, he said to me, do you have to wear those? And so I said, beats the alternative, buddy. No problem. (laughs) So, you know, um, yeah, you know, it would be so cool to have you and Evan and his son and Nina and Jacqueline and your bunch of kids come to my apartment and hang out in my swimming pool because it is the well it is actually the world's best swimming pool it's proven by science and also hang out in my sauna because it is the world's best sauna also proven by science that so would be you'd you'd have to get on a plane you'd have to get on a plane it would be a long journey but well worth it mm. um there you go um so happy new year can i ask you can i ask you questions Please can I, do. Can I ask you some questions? Are yeah, you okay. big on New Year's? Am I what? Am I big on New Year's? I hate right, New Year's yeah, resolutions. I'm time. not a resolutions person. No, what? resolutions are garbage. No, they're garbage. We all know they're garbage. Psychologists mm-hmm. know they're garbage. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, what was the rest of your question? Because I butted in. Yeah, no, no, no big... problem. Uh, like, like the transition of time, the, the ability to say like, this is the close of a decade and it's a new decade. I'm, I'm, you know, where was I 10 years ago or last year and where am I today? Like, do you play with time in your head? Or are you like not forward thinking? Let's go. Well, I think in Australia, it's a little bit, um, we also have our summer break. So like, we have, the beach and like the Barbie. We, yeah. 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 And um, <laughs> we, um, so we have our summer break. So it's the end of the school year for everybody as well. It's the, you know, it's summer, it's Christmas, which of course you also have Christmas. It's summer, it's Christmas, then it's my birthday. And so growing up for me, it's been a really interesting time of year. And I remember as a kid, all my friends were on school holidays. And so mm-hmm. birthday parties were always a bit of a fizzer. Um, so in terms of the transition of time, for me personally, it's linked to this whole compression of celebrations, end of school, Christmas, New Year's, my birthday. And then with the current being a grown up now, um, New Year's to me, ah, look, I really try hard not to fall for the inconvenience of everything being closed over the Christmas and New Year period. Um, I do try to maximise that opportunity to down tools um, and to just be quiet for a bit. And um, for me now, it's become about the excitement that the kids have. So interesting you ask. So for me, with my mentoring clients, towards the end of the year, it was all about planning. So not so much nothing to do with resolutions but much more about let's use this opportunity to pause and think about what we want to be celebrating this time next year what we want to be proud of what we want to be putting into place so that we can bring those things into fruition Um, but it's also got me thinking about um, the processes I use for that sort of thing how much I rely I'm looking in the distance I've got a a year at a glance wall calendar Um, and I'm actually going to be putting together a perpetual year at a glance wall calendar because I don't want people only thinking about those things at the end of the calendar year. Mm -hmm. I want you on the 3rd of April to decide you want to know what you're going to be celebrating in 12 months time or on the 21st of May or the 17th of September to be thinking about what you're celebrating in 12 months time. That's, I don't, I don't like that. You know, I don't like that. 
because everybody goes, I want, you know, I don't like Valentine's Day because every day should be Valentine's Day. No, I don't no, Valentine's Day to be, no, no, no. This, this is what you just said though. Yeah. You said, you said oh, I can't. You know, like I want every day to be such an important day, but in reality, it's not. People don't think that way. No, I, so and that's not. Let's have both. That's not what I'm saying. No, it's like, yes, both. that's what I'm saying. Let's have both. So let's have New Year's as a celebration at the end of the year, and it's an opportunity to come together and do stuff. Like we actually spent our New Year's Eve with um, a friend of ours, a musician friend of ours, who we've literally not seen for 25 years. And his partner. So having come moved back to Melbourne, we're now catching up with a whole bunch of people. Thank you, Facebook, because we re-established contact, or my husband re-established contact with Hamish. And we were able to spend a fantastic dinner celebrating the start of the new year. Um, I only know one Hamish. Can I say that? You what? I only know one person named Hamish. Well, now you know two. By me. Yeah, one degree separated from the other Hamish. <laughs> no, no, it's not, it's not, I don't actually personally know them. I mean, I only know of one person named Hamish. Oh, really? It's a radio DJ who has a TV show in Australia. <laughs> Hamish, Hamish Ma. Hamish Ma. Is it no. Mar? Hamish no, hang on. Maybe uh, our friend is Hamish Ma. I'm now confused. What's his surname? Who's the guy? It is Hamish and Andy. What's yes, his surname? That's the only Hamish I've ever heard of. So, anyway, anyway, Hamish is aside. Um, the point, I guess, the point being, yes, we could have had that dinner party any time, but the fact that it was New Year's was why we pulled it together, like why we made it happen. Like, let's celebrate New Year's together. Let's do that. Let's make that effort. Um, so I guess I'm sitting on the fence. Like, it's not that any day is special. Like, Christmas is special. Birthdays are special. Birthdays are incredibly special in, in our little family. Um, and New Year's is a great opportunity to reflect as long as you don't get bogged down in it. So I guess that's what I'm saying is don't get bogged down in it because people do use it a lot to beat themselves up. Mm. People use it to say, oh, I haven't achieved or mm -hmm. I didn't fulfill that resolution I made or I haven't lost that weight or whatever it might be people use it to beat themselves up so I'm I, that's why I don't like resolutions it's a great opportunity but I don't want people only thinking that that opportunity exists at New Year's let's you know and this is you know me thinking from a business mentoring um, client perspective let's have a tool that we can use at any time of year when we decide we want to look at your the next year ahead and what you're going to be planning from this point onwards. But yes, New Year's is something special in addition to that. Um, of course, we've had the bushfires here in Australia as well. So it's, that has actually put a different spin on things. There was a big debate here in Australia about whether or not, um, you know, Sydney's fireworks for New Year's are very famous. You know, they light up the bridge, the Harbour Bridge. Um, they're pretty spectacular. Um <clears throat> there was a big debate about whether or not those fireworks should go ahead, A, out of respect for those in fire zones, but B, because that money could be spent elsewhere, um, you know, to fund our volunteer firefighters, for example. Um, they went ahead and we watched them from Hamish's house on the television and they went on far too long. Like they were actually like, okay, that's enough now. You can stop now. We've got the point. It's midnight. Thank you very much. Um, so, so I don't know. There's, there's the cliches about New Year's. I do love the idea of, you know, rollicking, singing with friends and all that sort of stuff. 
but I don't buy into the, um, yeah, I don't know. There's a whole lot of bunkum that happens with it as well that I just don't buy into. <laughs> okay, next question. Every Good. year you Every year you're going to have, at the very least every year, maybe even more, you're going to have a big, scary goal. Oh, yeah. Right? Something yeah. that scares just the shit out of you. Yeah. Okay. What's your, what's, your, what's your big, scary goal right now? Okay. Well, I've got a financial goal and I've got a life goal. So the financial goal is to triple my revenue from last year. Nice. Yeah. Um, and that's... What's scary about that? Um, because it forces me to... And my, and my life goal is um, to create more freedom and flexibility for my family through the work that I do, which is why I want to triple my revenue. So what's scary about it is it forces me which isn't scary it's it's that exhilaration scary I guess is that forces me to stay on top of my own game and continue to push my own boundaries um continue to um um be mindful of when I drop the ball so did I tell you the story about Evan and my Instagram stories do you know this story uh, maybe I don't know. Okay. So um, Evan took time out of one of his early morning walks in the snow. <laughs> to <laughs> criticize and rip apart your Instagram stories? Absolutely. <laughs> so he sent me a video message, which he never does, right? You would know this. Well, maybe he sent you video messages. I should have posted it. Anyway, he sent me a video message and just said, Tess, your stories are boring. Now, um, we discovered that he was, there was a patch of time where I had dropped the ball. I was, uh, I think I was preparing to move to Melbourne. I was not eyes across all of the things I was meant to be doing. And so I was actually being lazy and he called me on it. So I was just sharing all of my quotes that my VA does. My VA does my quotes for me and posts those to all the places. And I was just sharing those to my stories. So he was right. They were dead shit boring. Um, but usually there's a lot of fun stuff on my stories and um, he was happening to just see my stories when there was boring stuff. And, uh, but the point of the story is, and I've said this to him is that it did point out to me that I had dropped the ball and it has since um, made me up the ante a little bit with my story. So yesterday was lots of silliness. My whole birthday, there was lots of silliness and carry on and fun. Pardon? What day was your birthday? What day is it today? Friday. Today, uh, it was it was Monday. I have felt no. like it's Monday all week, but it was actually on Monday. Sixth of January. The sixth of January, which Happy yes. Birthday. Is, thank you very much. It was a big grown up girl's birthday too. So oh, yeah, a I, don't, big, I don't know what that means. It's got a zero on the end. Um, okay. So you turned thirty. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm fifty. Okay, that makes no sense to me. Oh, no, that makes no sense to me. Okay, that actually is completely illogical. Um, Evan said it's because I behave like I'm 15. <laughs> well, Evan behaves like an 11-year-old, and I know that you told him he behaves like an 11-year-old, and that made him really happy. No, I was yeah. really generous. I said he was 13, and I know oh, it made him ecstatic. You loved it. Um, he later yeah, told me, like, 
He's like testing some 13 year old. I love it. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? So, um, what was the point of the story that I was telling you? Goals. Okay, yeah, so goals. I guess so. That, so this, the reason why increasing revenue. First of all, I don't like talking money. I don't like thinking money, but I know it's a necessity when you have your own business. And most yeah. business owners will have similar sorts of feelings, right? They don't like that idea that they're um, money grubbing, profit driven, greedy all of those dirty words that we use yep. around money. So one of the things for me is to challenge that in myself and to be a bit more honest with myself about what my financial needs are, what my financial goals are, and then being eyes on the ball with that. Um, especially as my mentoring business is now my primary business or becoming my primary business. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's sort of where my attention is focused. Um and so the life goal is about making sure that I still also keep all the balls in the air with the kids and my husband and my businesses and myself and my home and, you know, all those all that juggling stuff. So trying mm-hmm. to not get too lost in my own goals. So making sure I'm also mindful of what else is going on around me and, and keeping that balance in some way. Fun. I like it's not it. scary though. It's not really scary, but it's. No, I, don't, um, I don't think it is. I think you're. I think you're. I don't think. Yeah. You think it's, I'm bullshitting? Okay. So what, you have to do when you have to do, but it's not scary. There's no risk. Yeah. There. No, there's Great, no risk. So you work a little too hard, and you don't. You, you fall a little short with your family. Okay. Whatever. You know. You you yeah. only two point five times increase your revenue. You didn't triple your revenue. Oh, darn! It's all this money that you're dealing with. That's not scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Well, I don't know. I guess, you know, we've relocated. Um, mm-hmm. Even that hasn't been scary. Um, I kind of, mm, that's actually, now you've got me thinking, like where am I pushing boundaries into outside of my own comfort zone? Mm-hmm. And you know, know why this came up this week? Why? I had, a, I had a guy that would follow me around um, and film me for all of my Instagram stuff. And so I was, you know, last spring, I was making all these really difficult and scary decisions. And I was telling him, like, you got you to gotta set goals that are so big and so audacious mm. and so scary that they don't only scare you. You're embarrassed to tell people about them because they just, you're worried someone's going to laugh at you. You're worried someone's going to go, you, you're going to do that? And so you set that goal that big. Uh, and so I'm telling him all this stuff. And then, and then we stopped working together in the summertime because he had some other dreams and I had, and, and I started working with someone else. And then, so this week I, te- I sent him a voice memo, a video memo. And I said, man, I really miss you. Like, I hope you're doing well. You had an awesome year. I can't wait to see you again. And he sent him a note back saying like, thank you so much. I hope you're really crushing it on those really big, scary goals. And I was like, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot right. about that. We're supposed to yeah. scary goals. So what, well, what's your big scary goal then? Well, I talked a bit about it with Evan this week and, and he doesn't like it, but, but my big scary goal at the time was to a year ago. So I guess now I have nine years. I had a 10 year goal to have $20 million of cash. That seemed like a big scary goal to me because that's a lot of money that would be after taxes. It's not assets. So the reason I set that goal at the time was because uh, I, Tony Robbins, they suggested that you set this kind of like monetary goal. And so yep. I set a goal for retirement and then I was like, oh, that, you know, I think it was my like, way, way. 
three million dollars at retirement. And then I was like, well, hold on, I'm in, I'm like 35 at the time. I'm like 30 years. I don't know how much three million dollars is going to go. And then so I said, I'm going to double it. And then I was like, well, that's not even very scary. And I went, okay, I'm going to go up to like 20 million. And then, I'm, yeah. and then they challenged us to set 10-year goals rather than like 30-year goals. Yeah. So suddenly I had this goal that just seemed absolutely ridiculous. Like, like even like I don't really talk about it very much. I don't really tell people very much because it's kind of abs- – it's, it's, to me, with my life, with my education, with where I'm at, it's an absurd amount of money. And yet part of me goes like, well, I think I could do it. Like, I, yeah, why couldn't yeah. I do it, right? Well, yeah, and why not? Why not? Why Why couldn't I do it? Other people have done it. I could do it, but I couldn't do it with the business that I had. And I couldn't do it with the mindset that I had at the time. And I couldn't do it, you know, with, with, with the pace I was moving or I like, or, or with my scarcity mentality that I have, like, there's a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of things still keeping me from doing it. And so I just liked setting it. Uh, Now, Evan hates that goal. He hates monetary goals because it's the wrong reasons and it's the wrong thing and it's too materialistic and and what have you. But over the last year, it served me well because it's, um, I want to become the type of person where that's, even though I don't hit it, it certainly is within Mm. the world of possibilities. Mm. Yeah, I mean, for me, having a monetary goal, you know, I talk about freedom and flexibility for my family and I would ideally like my revenue to cover all of our costs as a family. I'd like my husband to be able to retire. Um, he would like to be able to retire. You know, these are really simple things. I mean, he's he's not ready for, to retire in any immediate sense. You know, he's got lots of energy left for work and all of that sort of stuff, and he, and he, on the whole, enjoys what he does. But the freedom to choose when to retire is, you know, that's a real first-world luxury, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's sort of where it where it sits. And he has had health problems in the past, you know, going back a bunch of years. So it would be nice to be able to say, you know what, I got this, and I've got the energy because, of course, I'm only fifteen. <laughs> but I think I think um, <clears throat> I guess you know, in terms of practical goals and things that do push me outside my comfort zone a little bit, you know, one of the things I want to achieve this year, and we've talked, we've sort of touched on this a little bit, is starting to differentiate. Um, content for different platforms, which sounds like a bit of a net goal. But for me, it's actually going to require me. It's a big one because it's going to require a lot of time, a lot of attention and a lot of people resources that I don't currently have. So Mm -hmm. uh, it is scary in the sense that, you know, I don't know where to start looking. I don't know where to start in terms of team and support people, but that will, that will happen. It will unfold as long as I keep chipping away at progress towards those goals. So, you know, we'll see I think any comes. goal. I think any goal that again embarrasses you a little bit, mm. that you're worried that people would judge you for having. I think that's a pretty good thing. And then, mm. and then the one that snaps you out of like, oh man, I can't. Not I can never do it. I can't yeah. do it with what I'm doing. Yeah, that's like like you know you you want to produce world class content. You want to be the best of the best. World class mm. content across every channel. You can do it. You need 20 or 30 people to help you. You need to have a way to support those salaries mm. and you need to create your own little media empire and you will shoot up. You will be amazing. You will, everyone will know you, mm, but, yeah. but it's then, and then it becomes like, well, I can't do that with what I'm, you can't do that with an EA, you know, a virtual assistant, right? Like it's just a yeah. totally different mindset and thinking process and everything. I love those exercises. Um, 
if I don't get so scared or overwhelmed that I run away from them. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's probably what's happened in the past 12 months, you know, is, um, uh, you know, getting scared and running away from having someone following me with a camera, getting scared and running away from having somebody edit my videos for me. Um, why? Why? Um, you lectured. You... You speak. Oh, you I have no. Yeah, I know. I know. Next all the time. time. All the time. Always. Um, but um, I, it's not so much that. It's a little bit about, uh, you know, overthinking. So at what point is it too intrusive for my family? At what point is it um, annoying when for you, me? When you, when you hit that point. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, why are you promoting that? You don't know until, until your kids say, you know, mom. Exactly. But that's the point. That is the point. you never have to be here right now? And you go, look, no, I'm sorry. You're right. Great. Boundary has just been set. We've just established yeah. it. Yeah. But that's the point, you know, is that we all do this with our own goals. Is we all, we can get caught up in the what ifs and we can get caught up in the, oh, I don't know if this, then that, but then, but this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, you know, so of course, you know, yes, distracted by relocation, to Melbourne, um, distracted by homeschooling, um, distracted by a whole bunch of things that have been going on for us as a family. And I've been allowed to let that idea just percolate in the background. Meanwhile, increasingly building the tone, I guess, of what I do online. So um, I was talking about this this morning with one of my clients about really starting to explore Instagram stories and allowing my natural silly self, because I am very silly a lot of the time, um, to come to the fore on Instagram stories as a balance point to the very sensible grown-up bossy, because I'm also very bossy, side around the business coaching kind of um, content and letting that those two things balance each other out. And we've lost Evan. Yeah, Evan's not even with us. We've lost Mark. Hang on a second. All right, all right, we're back. <laughs> I um was ta- what was I talking about now? I was talking about um homeschooling. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the last yeah, one. And you just left the room. I mentioned homeschool, the homeschooling word. Ironically, my younger son, who is um, hilariously funny, but also really clear in his own thinking, this is the one who fell out of the tree at the zoo. I don't know if you saw that. I thought he was dead. It's a terrible thing. And he's fine. Bounced. But anyway, um, has decided to go back to traditional schooling this year. So that's another thing on my list of things to deal with this calendar year is getting back into schooling, traditional schooling for him. So we're doing the two types of schooling in our family Mm because that's how we roll. Anyway, what I was saying before was... um, you know, setting the tone for my content. So even though I've not actually actioned those goals of having someone recording stuff, having somebody um, editing my videos, all of that sort of thing, what Mm -hmm. I have been making sure I've been playing around with over the past 12 months is getting my tone on social media clear and my comfort um, being myself clear. So Instagram stories has been a great playground for that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lots of silliness starting to emerge. Um, because that's who I am, you know. So the business coaching content will be pretty sensible and very, very bossy because that's also who I am. Mm-hmm. And the Instagram stories is you see the other side of me. You see what I am like with my kids. You see what I am like um, 
just being my own silly self. And I think it's important for me, it's important to have the two sides of my particular coin visible mm. so that people feel that they, they know me, they like me, they trust me, or they don't, and I'm not their cup of tea, and that's fine too. Um, but they get to see both sides of the coin. And so that's been a really good playground. And if you'd told me 12 months ago that that's what I was going to be doing, I might have felt really uncomfortable about that. So in a way, I've kind of pushed that comfort zone a bit. Which is good. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's good. So maybe a 2020 goal for you? Mm. I guess, yeah. Yeah, so I guess maybe, the 2020 goal is, is related to that. Maybe a January 2020 mm. goal for you? Maybe next week you will have someone come out and spend three hours following you with a camera just so you can try it? No, because I'll be in Hobart next week. But um, oh, in New Zealand? But I do need to find somebody. So that is a good January goal, is to find somebody. No, it doesn't take um, a whole month to find somebody. My goodness, come on. Sorry. <laughs> now, now I'm talking to you the way that I talk to my team. <laughs> no, I love it. I was just going to say, have you been taking your Evan pills? <laughs> that's the way Evan talks to me. Um, <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. It doesn't. But, uh, you know, I'm in a new city. I don't even know where to start looking. So um, Online? Yes. Yes, the internet is a wonderful thing. Um, it's hard to find reputation online. So I do know some people. So I'll be having conversations with human beings and getting mm -hmm. some recommendations. And that's, that's something that will take place over the next week or two. Okay. We'll go from there. Yeah. The other thought I did have was, you know, students. Yeah, film students. Yeah. Uh, un I don't know. Yeah, yes. un unreliable at best. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think of what I was like as a student. Okay. So anyway, that's the thing. I will most likely... Yeah, hold on, uh, hold on. You were... You, well, come on. You were... Okay, what? You were what you were like as a student. I was reliable, what, but I was also older. A medical degree? Not medical, no. A PhD oh. in psychology, but yeah. And and great. So that's and different. I was Twenty-five. Than, that's I was different 25 than uh, than uh, than someone going to film school. Let's let's keep in mind that these are people who are in the arts. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I got accepted into art school when I was eighteen. I was going to be a painter. Um, mm. And I didn't go because I was too flaky. <laughs> I was too flaky to even turn up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I had to grow up first. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Like even yeah. I was talking about Jason, when he started yeah. working with me, like we have call times. In, in our industry, we have a call time. If you have a call time, that's your call time, right? You have to be there like ideally a few minutes before that time. But it's it's, you know, I think there was, um, I think we had a 7.30 call time for something and he he came in at like 7.32 and I was like, if you're going to be late, don't bother showing up. And, and then he's like, he made sure he was on time after that. And then yeah, yeah, uh, I had a meeting, he was filming me and, and I had a meeting from, from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, 5 p.m. in Toronto, I don't know what like, it's like, you know, in your major cities, but there's a lot of traffic. It is impossible yeah. to get anywhere. So yeah. I, I live an hour and a half away. So I did not want to get caught in the city. So I told him, I said, listen, I don't know when this meeting's ending. It's supposed to end at 5 PM, but maybe it ends at yep. 4.30. Maybe it ends at 4.45. Maybe it ends yep. at 5.30. I don't care when it ends, but when I walk out of this building, you better be standing here because I'm not waiting for you. And so I walk out, I think at like, whatever, 4.45, like 15 minutes early, I walk out and I can't find him anywhere. 
And I text him, I'm like, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm just up the street grabbing some, like working still, just grabbing some shots of things. And I said, get here right now. And I had to wait like seven minutes for him and I was so angry. <laughs> I was like, I had to wait seven Man. minutes for how much traffic is building right now. So this is, this is the mark we don't see very often. <laughs> I don't mind making other people wait for me, but I do not want to wait for other people, especially when I'm paying I, them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually, I actually hate waiting and being kept waiting so much. I accidentally run late a lot of the time because I hate, I hate being kept waiting so much, which is something I, that's a personal thing I have to work on. And I can't even honestly say I'm getting better, but it is a, it is a fail. It's a flaw. That's a test flaw. I have a flaw. (laughs) You're willing to give yourself one, are you? Just one. <laughs> one for now. <laughs> awesome. So we know how you feel now about New Year's. We know how you uh, how you have to set uh, a goal and yep. you're going to find yourself a videographer to come out and do a test with you to push you out of your comfort zone. That's fantastic. Yeah. What's, uh, oh, what's one? You've just, what's hit, your... you just hit something. You just hit something. Yeah. It never occurred to me to have a test run. So I think that's probably one of the barriers in my head was it's all or nothing. This all black and white thing. I've got to find the person that I'm going to work with forever. No, I don't. I need to find someone to have a test run with. Thank you. You've just unlocked something. There you go. There you go. Yeah. When I found, I mean, it took us a little while to find Jason. Um, uh, and we went through a few people, but when, even with Jason, I told him that I wanted him to come out for, uh, I think a day. And I was like, you're going to come out for free. Um, it's going to be a day. I think I ended up paying him in the end cause he was good. But I'm like, I think we shot three days of footage just as a test and I think we could do any of it. And it's not because he wasn't good. It's because I was terrible. <laughs> like I just, I, I wasn't talking to the camera properly. I was talking slow. Like some of the topics were good and we yeah. reshot, them, but, but I actually learned yeah. in the first month a lot more about myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, do some test runs. Yeah. So I do have some very practical outcome goals related to that. So I'll be running a workshop in March Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be running a retreat in March um, and a few other bits and pieces that I would love to get some of that incidental behind the scenes footage of how I do what I'm, what I do. Um, you know, me in action kind of stuff as a, as opposed to as a, you know, a, a balance point against the pre-recorded face to camera stuff. Mm-hmm. So yes. Okay. That's, up to the ante a little. I need to have somebody that I'm comfortable to work with before March. So not only recruited, but tested and proven to be doing the stuff I want to do in case I need to replace them. That's three months. That's a long time. Yeah, I know. But it's three months of working with someone to find out if they're the right fit. And if they're not the right fit, finding somebody else who is the right fit. And if they're not the right fit, finding someone else who is the right fit. Perfect. Now this year, uh, What's one of your greatest hopes or dreams? That's a hard one because I have many. Um, on a family front, I want to get the education thing right for my kids. And is mm. there a right? I don't know. Um, um, on a business front, I want to constantly be accountable to myself for doing what I tell others to do, which is, you know, work smarter, not harder and charge my worth and all of those sorts of things. Can you ask me the question again? Cause I'm now not 
on track. What is Your it? Greatest, this greatest year, greatest my greatest. Um, I think by the end of this year, I would like us to have found home. So we're renting an apartment and we love the location. Um, mm. And it might well be that given enough time, this apartment proves to be home or at least this building might prove to be home. Um, and I think it's achievable within a year of being in a new city to find home. Um, so I'm excited by that. Something that just, yeah. It feels right. Yeah. And it's going to have to tick a lot of boxes. You know, it's going to have to tick a lot of boxes, you know, with all of the things that we do from home now as a family and as a business owner and a home educator and all that stuff. You know, there's a lot of boxes that are going to have to be ticked. So it's out there. We just got to find it. So that's probably the biggest. Hmm. I love it. When, when, when you think back to when life was so much simpler and work <laughs> was so much simpler, you know, you know, we kind of reminisce to the simplicity mm. of like the, the early things that got you really excited. Mm. What's one of the early things in your business, in your profession, in your work that you just got you so excited that you could actually bring back today, but you kind of forgot about along the way? Um. I still get this excitement and it's when a new, a new, when I first started as a psychologist in my own business, um, when clients would ring and book in and then they'd come back. <laughs> it's like I, I didn't scare them away. <laughs> and so at the moment, um, so with my birthday, I did a great big promotional blitz and on the day of my birthday so that I could be ignoring social media for the day, I pre-scheduled 26 posts that were all offering something for people. Um, some of them were discounted things. Most of them were free things. And out of that came a whole lot of people that I've not met before who are now going to be participating in things. Like there's going to be some people that will come to my workshop for free. There's some people that are joining one of my um, entry-level programs for free, all sorts of things. So it's put me in front of people um, who are now telling me that they've been following what I do that, you know, I haven't scared them away, even though I didn't know that they were there. Uh, I now know that they're there. And, you know, I still get that excitement. You know, somebody, um, you know, whatever it is that I do means something to somebody and resonates with them and they're coming back for more. And so I still get that excitement. And I try to keep hold of that. I think that's a very, um, that's one of those feelings as an adult that if you grab hold of it and really notice it it's one of those childlike qualities that mm. i think is really important to hold on to that excitement when people like you that's an embarrassing thing for people to talk about getting excited when somebody likes you you know and mm -hmm. i'm not talking about romantic like yeah you know when you meet someone and you think they might be a future friend or a future yeah. client or a future colleague or whatever and you get the sense that they like you and they value you there's that sort of almost giggly little bubble of excitement that you would have felt at school when you made a new friend. Yeah. And I don't think as, like, as adults, oh, I don't, they like I, me. Oh my gosh, they like me. Yay. I don't, yeah, exactly. And I don't think as adults, we, that's some of the stuff that we don't talk about as adults very much because like, it's not cool. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit childlike. And I think that's one of the great things that we hold on to as adults, some of those childlike qualities. And that's one of them that I really like. I love that. Yeah. What's the smallest thing in your life that brings you the most amount of joy? Uh, 
Ah, smallest thing in my life that brings me the most. Ah, uh, right at this particular moment in time, living in this apartment, we have this fabulous, huge park right behind our building. And, of course, we have our dog with us. So we have to take the dog. We have to now physically take the dog to the park so that he can go to the toilet. And it, what it has meant is that the kids and I are going out to the park together at least once or twice a day. And we've got this new Frisbee that we got at Christmas time. And, you know, it's just become a daily injection of fun and silliness. I love it. And it's just it. taking the dog to the toilet. <laughs> you know, really? It's just the so the dog can go. Simplest of things, right? But it means that we go out because at, at our home in Hobart, he had a little back, his own little door, and he could just come and go as he pleased, and it never, it never impacted on our day. Because now we have to make time for that. I love that. Mm. That's awesome. Mm. I'm running out of quest deep questions here, but you've got good questions. Did you make these make, up? I'm just making them up off the good top of my head. That's why. That's why I'm like literally running out. I'm like, hmm, got to come up with a few more. Hold on. <laughs> All right. I'm loving these questions. You can do this again. It's good fun. Um, oh, is it? These are all the types of things that I, I tend to overthink. This, well, what's yours? Like, what's your small thing that brings you joy? Hmm. My youngest daughter mm -hmm. um, is very big on physical touch. And she doesn't even know that she's doing it. Um, and, um, and actually, you know what? I'll expand that all of my kids, if I'm like, I have 13, 11, eight and almost six. If we get out of my car or truck in a parking lot and I put out my hand like this, like, like, mm -hmm. come on, we're in the parking lot, no matter what age they are, they'll take my hand yeah, I love that. and walk with me. Even my 11 year old boy, right? like 11 year old boy. Yeah. Um, if I put out my hand, not even thinking about it or whatever, they will just, they will grab my hand and we will walk safely wherever we're going or do whatever we're doing. And, uh, I know that's not going to last forever, but I, I, I love it so much. I love it. So, Cause yeah. I'm a physical touch guy too. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. like un, unprompted hugs and, and, yeah. and all of those things from, from yeah. kids. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I love it. I do. I, I think I'm blessed with the same. And I guess being a mum, you get a little bit more leeway than you do perhaps as a dad um, in terms of how long they'll be happy to hold your hand for into the future. Um, and, uh, you know, my guys, if they can't sleep, they are still, and I've got 11 and 8, uh, they will still come climbing to bed with me if they can't sleep. And I love that. I love yes. that. And I don't care how old they get. I always, every night I say to them, you know what the rules are. If you if you can't sleep, you know where I am, and yeah. you know, and it's just the most beautiful thing. Yeah, I agree with you. That is a precious, precious thing, a precious thing. Yeah, I love it when you see you know um, elderly women walking and they're holding hands with their son who's you know middle aged probably. You know, I love seeing those moments of those snapshots from the future of what's, you know, that love between a parent and child and how it doesn't die. It changes over time, but it just, you know, it's magic and it's beautiful connection if you've got the connection. And sadly, not everyone has that connection with their parents or yeah. their children. But if you've got that connection, you know, it's just beautiful. Hmm. Yeah. So 
makes me feel all good just thinking about it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a squishy feeling. That's a nice squishy feeling. That's a really that's good one. That's to balance the whole like, hey, you made me wait seven minutes. I'm not waiting for you. I'm leaving. Type <gasps> thing. Yeah, right. That's it. That's how we offset it. That's how we offset it. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah, yeah. good. I like that. I like that. The well, human listen, this, side. This has, been, this has been so much fun to catch up on. I yeah. apologize, but I, I actually need to run soon. You need to go. I need to go too. Um, mm-hmm. Lovely to see you. Now we will catch up again soon. In a fortnight. Two weeks. We're back on. We're back on the road. Back on the train. For- I love fortnightly, it. as they say, right? Fortnightly. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, apparently that's not a thing in North America. No. We would say, hey, we're talking in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's a fortnight. I, like, uh, we, like, I know the term from like England or, or like, like um, uh, Shakespeare or things like that, but, but, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, sure they talk about a fortnight, don't they? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's in because in Australia we speak real English. Uh, I don't think if you spoke to someone who was English, they would say that, but anyway. <laughs> You're spot on. We, you know, we, we just like to think all sorts of things like that. I think we're, we're, we're the America of the South, really. <laughs> we, we like to think that we are the purveyors of all things right. As a Canadian, <laughs> I would say that America is the America of the South, but, <laughs> we're, but it's different. Different, different geographies, yeah. different points of view. You know, there you go. Exactly right. Exactly right. All right, my friend. Well, you have a fabulous night. And Evening, yes. Thank you. And uh, I will embark upon the rest of my day. And okay. uh, I'll talk to you in a fortnight. In, in a fortnight. <laughs> make sure that in a fortnight that you have made progress on finding your videographer that will change your life. Yes. All righty. That's a big task. I better, have, I better have an answer for you. Yes. I probably won't remember that we said this, but remind me to bug you. Okay. I'll remind you to bug me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.